The holidays aren't a sleigh bells and mistletoe. They're also airports, shopping malls and dining tables crowded with people. So, uh, some you're glad to see only once a year. Give yourself the ultimate gift of a stress-free holiday with Next Evo Naturals, fast-absorbing CBD products. Next Evo's stress CBD complex gummies and clinically proven to have four times better absorption than the standard CBD. No other CBD brand can promise that. I had some people over for the holidays, bloody family and friends, <laughs> which is normally pretty stressful, but I popped some uh, Next Evo CBD gummies and before that, yeah, I just started to like the people. Yeah, you feel stress-free. started to like them. They go, it's totally stress-free. Yeah. Next Evo Smart Absorb technology delivers CBD to your system in, in as little as 10 minutes, unlike other CBD brands. Regular CBD oil works more slowly because of how our bodies process oil-based ingredients compared to water-soluble supplements. And regular CBD only activates 2 to 10% absorption. So over 90% of what you're taking goes to the waste. Nothing. Smartzorb upgrades CBD's natural absorbent power. It's scientifically formulated to deliver more CBD fast. The only brand, brand clinically proven to deliver 30 times better absorption in the first 30 minutes. Help fight holiday stress with Next Evo's Natural Stress CBD Complex Gummy featuring ashwagandha. Ashwagandha. Clinically proven to reduce stress by 70%. Ashwagandha and CBD <laughs> work together to sort <laughs> to target the source of rising stress hormones like cortisol. Cortisol. Next Evo is the only brand that combines a natural patented Home whole plant ashwagandha that's eight times more powerful than regular ashwagandha. Believe me, than regular <laughs> ashwagandha and their hundred percent U.S. hemp-driven smart-sorbed CBD with four times absorption than standard CBD. That's wild. Get smarter CBD from Next Evo Naturals and get up to twenty-five percent off subscription orders. Of $40 or more at nextevo.com slash podcast. Promo code IDK. That's N-E-X-T-E-V-O dot com slash podcast. Promo code IDK. Candles. Pianos. Chairs. Headbands. All of these things may be talked about and I don't know about that with Jim Jeffries. Hi, I'm Jim Jeffries. Welcome to another episode of I Don't Know About That with Jim Jeffries. Me, I'm here with Kelly and Forrest. Kelly, Forrest has already shaked his head. He's upset with my intro because I didn't put enough effort in. No, I was looking at my water bill. Oh, he's looking at his water bill. It's very upset. Um, so, so we record this podcast. Um, we're, we're banking a few because people are going on holidays or whatever. We recorded this podcast three weeks before it airs. Two weeks. So, so I have to predict what's going on right now in the world. So oh, Ellen's in prison. <laughs> <laughs> when did that happen? Ellen's in prison, what, for being rude to a waitress once? Oh, my God. Ah, well, yeah. you know, that's, that was bound to happen, the poor thing. What else has happened? Oh, oh there's bloody uh, 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 Trump's. Trump's, uh, Trump, Trump's, Trump's he's at it again. Yeah, <laughs> Trump's at it again. Those Did you bloody, see what he said? Yeah, the, Trump said something stupid. <laughs> Did and he those, tweet it? Yeah, he tweeted it. Oh, and then man. the bloody, those... 
Those idiots on Capitol Hill, eh? Oh, Capitol Hill. Capitol Hill. <laughs> they can't pass anything. It's yeah, gridlocked. Yeah, yeah God. Like, buddy, you're trying Voter to get along. Yeah, no good. Uh, and Biden, he oh. said something stupid as well, yeah. but he didn't tweet it. And, uh, <laughs> and Kamala Harris. Oh, no, he hasn't picked her yet. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yes. We're in the future. You thought this podcast was being aired in the past. Yeah. <laughs> we already know that he picked Kamala Harris. <laughs> it's not Kamala. Kamala. Yeah, Kamala. Her, name, her name's Kamala Mendingdong. That's how I do. Uh, wait, it's Kamala. Now you made me Kamala say Kamala Harris. You're making Kamala. me say it wrong. It's Kamala. No, it's not Kamala. With it's my Kamala. It's Kamala. A, he's, a, he's got an Australian with Kamala, right? With Kamala. My, it's Kamala. With Kamala's. my accent, it's Kamala. Sure. Well, that's not Come how on. you do people's names. You can't uh, be like, your name's Jim with, with an accent. It's John. All right. All you know, right. You want to know what's funny about this is that Tar Tucker Carlson actually got really mad that somebody corrected his pronunciation of uh, Kamala. She's like, I, I should be able to say it however I want. Yeah. So you're Tucker Carlson. Yeah, you're I, mean, I, look, Carlson. I don't always disagree with Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes me and Tucker are playing in the same field. And I think that it's Kamala. I like Kamala. Okay. And do you want to know why I like Kamala? Sure. I've been looking at Biden, and I think there's a good chance she will be our president within a couple of years. <laughs> so, a couple of months. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, that's dark, Forrest. <laughs> a couple of years isn't dark. All right. um, you, so when else do you agree with Tucker Carlson? Um, Tuck, I like when he does this on TV, when he opens his mouth up and goes, <laughs> when someone's being interviewed, and he has his mouth open, and he's just staring like a, huh. And so you agree with ah, him. <laughs> I like that because I do that in conversations as well. I like that. Uh, we once did a field piece where we uh, we visited one of the prostitute ranches on the Jim Jeffrey show. Mm -hmm. It was a field piece. Mm -hmm. uh, and we were in Nevada. <laughs> Pahrump, <laughs> Nevada. Yeah, we were in, in Trump. Pahrump. 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 Mm -hmm. That's how I remember it. After Jack you said it. You did. Right? You did. <laughs> uh, so, but he will now. So we were there and we interviewed some of the prostitutes and... The guy who owned the thing, you know, the guy who was off the bunny ranch yeah. and all that type of stuff, that sort of guy, he died and Tucker Carlson went to his funeral and all the prostitutes had photos with him and Tucker. And so I'm like, <laughs> oh. I'm like, huh, maybe Tucker's a bit more liberal than we think. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my opinion mm. on that. He, makes, now, he insists on wearing the bow tie. Now oh, let's uh. introduce our guest. Um, all right, let's introduce our guest today. Mike Dillon. Hello, Mike. How you doing? Hi, thanks. Thanks for having me. Hello, Mike. Um, now, this bit of the show, I have to guess who you are and what you do. I already know your name is Mike Dillon. Called Judging a Book by its Cover. Yeah, he's going to, he's not, don't tell him what you do um, or what you're an expert in or what we're talking about today. And he's going to ask yes or no questions and I might give him some clues to help him eventually. I'm going to say that you're the youngest brother of Bob Dillon and your specialty subject is Bob Dillon. <laughs> Um, no. That'd be a good one, though. That would be good. We should get that guy on the podcast. What's he up to? Um, then, then, then if we do have a bad connection, we just hear the... And we just go, ah, oh, you're upset with your brother. I um, assume the whole Dylan family speaks with that voice. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not spelled the same. It's actually spelled like Tim Dylan's. Ah, oh, so it's D-I-L-L-I-O-N. So um, you're the father or cousin... No, you're the cousin. I'm going to say you're too young to be the father of Matt Dylan, the actor. Mm. Am I getting this? Yeah, you're you're getting it great. All right, as, as okay. every week. Okay, okay, uh, Mr. Dillon, are you, are you, do you work in a university? I do not. You do not. Have you written books? I have not. Oh. Uh, 
do people come to you for advice in your expertise? It's a good question. Yeah, I, I, they, uh, yes. Uh, uh, um, yeah, is, I can say that. I would say my current job they do, and they did in my old job, but I don't think that's going to get you to the top. Yeah, yeah. Is your expertise, is it helpful to society, or is it just like you know about strippers or something? I, I don't know. Like, but like, is it something that's, that, something that's helpful? Like, is it scientific? Can it help mankind? Uh, it helps people on the softer side. On the, yeah. on the so- it's, it's towing the company line here. I can tell her. Right. <laughs> I, I, I give up. I give up. Now, okay, well, let's give you some hints. Um, what he's an expert in, you really like. This is, I've given you this hint before, but so let's say that. All right, so Philly cheesesteak. But, but, okay, not Philly cheesesteak. Okay. But you like a certain version of this thing better than another version. Ah, women. <laughs> uh, he's just giving you another clue. It's a, oh, I like certain. He touched his nose. No, oh. there's a clue now that's been revealed. You, you haven't been looking like at he, his background yeah. at all. Oh, Coca-Cola. Yeah. Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Yes, you like. Ah, oh. yeah. Is this another Jack Hackett? A, a, yeah, a person? Well, through Jack's father. Yes. Is it, oh, I love Coca-Cola. I like your Mexican Coca-Cola. Yeah, that's what I'm I said. I believe that Mexican Coca-Cola tastes better. But I, I, if you put two side by side, are we going to do that? I, I no, I don't. Not. That would have been it. good. Yeah. Um, well, I don't Jack, know if I go to the store. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I can tell the difference. And I have a theory that Mexican Coca Cola is actually just Mexican water. No. That was. <laughs> For a second, I was like, "Wait, is that really his theory?" <laughs> um. So, Mike Dillon, thank you for being here. Uh, Mike Dillon spent 27 years at the Coca-Cola company. Uh, his jobs included brand marketing strategy, and you retired, right, as the vice president of global marketing strategy? Is that correct? That's right. Yeah, wow. so he did, that's where he ended up. I think uh, I know a lot about Coca-Cola. Well, we'll see, yeah. Um, uh, Mike, this is what we're going to do. Um, I'm going to ask Jim what he knows about Coca-Cola. I'll prod him along with some questions, and then at the end of that, you're going to grade him on a scale of 0 through 10, 10 being the best on his knowledge of Coke. And um, Kelly's going to grade him on confidence, and I'm going to grade him on et cetera. All right. And if you get okay. a combined score of 21 through 30, your Coke Classic, 11 through 20, Diet Coke, 0 through 10, New Coke. Oh, and New Coke was the worst. Yeah, well, we'll get <laughs> I, I've, been, I've been told that New Coke is the worst, but I don't know if it ever made it to Australia. I, I assume I it would have. It. It's only a thing that I've heard about, and it must have tasted horrible. I, had, people I were, New Coke. I remember New Coke. But, yeah. I'm sure it was fine. I like that you haven't tried it, but you had a strong opinion <laughs> that it's the worst. I've just seen it referenced in so There was an episode of the Goldbergs recently where they referenced them getting New Coke, and I saw a documentary on the 80s where they talked about New Save Coke. Save it for the podcast. Yeah. Oh, we are, we are we podcasting. Are okay, yeah, okay, sorry. <laughs> All right, Mike, so uh, sit tight while we do this. Um, okay, Jim, uh, who invented Coca-Cola? I don't know the guy's name, Yeah, but he was like, um, he, was a, he was an addict. He was like a cokehead or something like that. And he, he invented it as something that's meant to go into the pharmacies as an elixir. And it was meant to make you feel a bit better. It was originally served in chemists and pharmacists. That's pretty on the nose. He was a cokehead and named something Coca-Cola. Yeah, I think well, there was there was cocaine in the original cocaine. There was there was there was co- <laughs> in the original coke in the original coke there was coke. there was a small amount of cocaine in there to, okay. make, to make it do you, m- medical. Do you, <laughs> do you know where and when it was invented? Um, I think it was probably invented. Uh, uh, I reckon. 
Oh, God. I reckon 1892 was the first Coke. Uh-huh. Yeah. And where? Oh, in Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. Okay. There was a guy in Atlanta... And he was wandering around with his elixir. <laughs> he keeps going to say elixir a lot. I'm yeah, sure. but that was like old school when, when you just went, it'll help you walk, it'll help you think, it'll help you think. Coca-Cola, have some now. And so you said- Get rid of those pesky teeth. Mike's <laughs> 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 laughing. Um, why did he invent it? Um, because uh, he had nothing to mix his Jack Daniels with. <laughs> <laughs> like, why else would you invent it? <laughs> Jack Daniels was invented? Yeah, Jack Daniels was before Coca-Cola. Jack yeah. Daniels before Coca-Cola. And then someone went, this drink's horrible. Yes. <laughs> How do we soften in the blow? Okay. Um, wh- and the, the name Coca-Cola. Did it the comes, same guy come up with it? Or? it? It comes from the cola bean. There's beans, right? I, think, I don't know if I'm sure of this. There's beans that taste have the flavor of cola. And they were the original uh, plant that was put into the Coca-Cola. And what about and it's Coca? A, it's a, uh, that's just a bit of fun, a bit of wordplay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A bit of wordplay. And, and the same guy that invented Coca-Cola came up with a name or a different person? Uh, by the, you know the way I'm asking the question. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a different person. Good job. Tell me about it. Yeah, it, was, right. it was his mistress, Coco. Yeah. Right, yeah. And, and he didn't want he didn't want uh, his wife to know, so he changed it to Coca. Ah. Uh, well done, Mr. Cola. Okay. <laughs> I think I saw that the Museum of Coke. This is all really accurate. The Museum of Coke. <laughs> yeah, that's a confident museum. <laughs> <laughs> what was the What was unique about the original formula versus today? Um, the original formula had real sugar in it and not corn syrup. Um, okay. And anything also else? it had cocaine in it. Okay. Anything else? What does it need else? <laughs> well, I'm just asking if that, that, are you done with that question? I've done that. Cocaine and real sugar. Okay. Um, yeah. What was, how was it first marketed? Like, what did they say? Um, it was, it was done like this. Hey, you want a Coke? <laughs> <laughs> Go get yourself a Coke. <laughs> That's how we used to market things back in the day. Are you thirsty for a different beverage? Well, there was something they claimed it did. Oh, it's an elixir. <laughs> elixir, yeah. Uh, it would it would give you it would give you energy. Energy. It was the original. It was the original Red Bull. They were like, "Oh, you need a pick me up? Are you sleepy? Yeah. Uh, a cigarette's not healthy enough for you? Try Coca Cola." So they've had many slogans over the years. Do you know what their first slogan was? Coke is it. Coke is it? Yeah, Coke is it is a slogan. I know, yeah. but their first, very first slogan. Uh, their first uh, slogan was Coke. Go on then. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's in Australia. <laughs> uh, Coke, it's like water, but way better. There's another one of their slogans. That's a solid one. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm, for anybody that's watching this, I'm sure they can see that there is a gap here by the way well yeah because there was, we had yeah, there was we had there was one donuts. more donut and a couple or, of bagels yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so the podcast cuts out for, for a few minutes and uh we're down to one donut <laughs> ravenous piece right. and we're there being all judgy about coke oh it's got a lot of sugar in it i'll have that cream filled puff pastry that has been deep fried as i talk about coca-cola kelly's got a white claw is is 
White Claw Coca-Cola? No. Yeah. I oh, know. No, Kelly's got a Dr. Pepper on the desk. How fucking disrespectful oh, wow, are you? Yeah. Dr. Sorry? Pepper is its own company out of Dublin. I saw a documentary on it. But them. isn't it bottled by Coke? It is bottled by Coke. Is so it bottled by Coca-Cola? I thought so. it was so its own thing. I'm Mike's supporting. Yeah, oh. I like I, Dr. Pepper's me number two. I like Dr. Coke's me number one. <clears throat> Dr. Pepper's me number two. Now, if I'm going to have just a soft drink by itself, I'll probably have a Dr. Pepper. But Coca-Cola is so versatile. Mm-hmm. You can use it in so many ways. You can drink it by itself you can have a scoop of ice cream in it you can have it with alcohol and other ways okay <laughs> <laughs> okay um is coke available in every country and if not what countries is it not available in? uh coca-cola is available in every country on earth every country every country on earth and it outsells in it's the number one soft drink in every country on earth except for one country thought it was two well i have one okay. there is one country that that has a soft drink that outsells coca-cola and that is scotland and it's called Iron Brew. And Iron Brew is stuff it's like disgusting. that comes off the rust off Goethe's. You know, it's rust water, basically. Ugh. Iron Brew. It tastes Iron Brew. terrible. It and tastes, that's, that's it like terrible. their yeah. version of it's Coke? Like a, no, it's like, no, no, great. it outsells Coca-Cola. Uh, okay, it doesn't, okay. I'm not saying it outsells like, like Pepsi gotcha. and Coke. But it, 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 Coke isn't the number one seller. Even in bars, like people go, I'll have a vodka and Iron Brew. They just love Iron Brew. And we, we were in a store and there was like, uh, I said to Forrest, that's the number one selling drink. And Forrest bought three of them. I bought, I, I bought one for the driver, me, Jim, and then the, the tour manager. I had four of them in my hand and Jim goes, I don't think you're going to need that much once you taste it. And then and he goes, you might not like it that much. And this woman behind the register, an old Scottish city goes, impossible. That's what she said. <laughs> I was like, what sure. is she? she goes, iron brew. I go, why is it this color? Because it looks weird. And she goes, characters. And I was like, what? And she goes, steel girters. <laughs> so, like, okay. We weren't even in the Highlands. We'd just gotten over the border. Yeah, we were at like a rest stop, like yeah. on the side of the highway. Um, um, okay, I, so let's continue on here. Uh, um, how and when did the Coca-Cola company come to be? Uh, the Coca-Cola company came to be, I'm going to say, in uh, 1908. Okay, and then how did that happen or who was the person? Uh, World War One. That happened world war one in 1908 yeah it was still going mm. or mm. no 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 1917 was that movie yeah. there was just a movie 1918 <laughs> it was a movie yeah yeah bloody hell no 1917 was, yeah. Yeah. 1918 was a pandemic sorry um, <laughs> uh, i don't i don't i don't know how it started i'll okay. be honest with you um how much is coca-cola worth today oh uh i'm gonna say it's worth two trillion two trillion yeah it's a lot Oh, okay. Sixty-eight billion. <laughs> Somewhere in the middle. That's a hell of a drop Quite off. the range. <laughs> Still good. Uh, how much sugar is in one twelve-ounce can of Coca-Cola? Um, I would say uh, twelve teaspoons. Okay. It's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> twelve teaspoons. Yeah, be funny. Sorry. Uh, how how much Coca-Cola is consumed per day? Like how many? Okay. Bo- okay. This okay. Way. How, okay. There's this in the first year that they sold coca-cola how many bottles did they sell and then how many do they sell per day now okay so there's 375 mils in in uh, a can of coca-cola yeah but there's they're just seven, they do it by bottles i'm doing i'm like, doing the math yeah no. okay so he bottles, is freakishly good at math yeah. in okay his weird so way, there's so. seven billion people on the planet and I would say because I have about two to three Cokes a week and I'm a big fan of the Coca-Cola maybe three if I'm drinking alcohol I have a lot more Coca-Cola but on a sober day I have three three Cokes a week 
So let's say the average person has a Coke a week. I'm going to say uh, 900 million bottles of Coke a day. Okay. And how many in the first year? In the first year, oh, the first year it was only, they sold like uh, 50,000 bottles of Coca-Cola. Okay. Um, I'll tell you how Coca-Cola took off. Yeah. What, what really, what really said, it was, we're only gonna ask you a few more questions and we'll get into it. It was doing okay. It was doing okay. It was a popular drink. But then during the second world war, they said that the, uh, the, the, the president, right? He said, all of our boys deserve a Coke every day. And they did a lot of ad campaigns. It was the drink. It took over Pepsi and all that because it was the drink of the war. And in World War Two, there was a lot of soldiers doing it. And then there was also the, the mythology of the whole, uh, the reason that Santa Claus is red is because of the Coca-Cola commercials and Santa was meant to wear a green outfit or something like that. And the red and white came from Coca-Cola from all those ads. It was those nostalgic ads in the, uh, during uh, the Second World War that really kicked it into overdrive where people really got into Coca-Cola. Okay. Um, how many different products does coca-cola sell like and this means like you know there's diet coke there's like cherry diet coke like how many different okay so coca-cola coke with vanilla coke with cherry uh, <laughs> let me just give you a hint. Coke. you can't you can't let count me just give you a hint. if you start counting them that'll be the end of the podcast zero. so we can't, coke, we can't coke, do zero. fanta no diet fanta. no no can't do this no. <laughs> just pick a number good yeah. so far good yeah. so far though yeah. sprite diet sprite sprite zero <laughs> um all the different combinations that happen inside those all machines. the brands they own too. you know the different ones the machines uh, yeah, that yeah, you yeah. have the in the, machines, in the five awesome. guys whoever invented the freestyle machine rocked it out with these i know who invented that actually um i'm gonna yeah. say oh the coca-cola has over a thousand products a thousand okay. yeah who invented that machine uh, a friend of yours called jake 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 finkel. jake's really jake. smart yeah, jake, jake finkel yeah um I don't know what that machine's called, but last night freestyle maybe. machine. It is called freestyle. I do. I do know who invented it. I read the. Wait, thing. it really is called the freestyle machine? I don't think I'm lying. I think oh. that's accurate. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That confirms. Um, okay, a couple more questions, and we'll get started. When uh, the cola wars? How many people died during that? Ah, uh, the cola wars. <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking about these the other day. Now we'll get into that. Uh, the cola wars. The cola wars were between. Um, uh, they were between Pepsi and Coke, but I have I have a cola brand that I drink when I'm in Greece, Vicos. It's oh, yeah. spelled V I K O S. Vicos. When you're in Greece, yeah. they they ask you at the bar, do you want Coca Cola or Vicos? <laughs> and then when in the dressing room, they filled my fridge full. I said, I'll have some cokes. They filled it full of Vicos. Yeah. And I'm like, fucking hell, the Greeks, they're never going to progress that country. <laughs> they're never going to do it. They're never going to fix their economy with bloody Vicos. I'll tell you that much. Oh, Bicos. It was with a B. It was Bicos, yeah, yeah. Bicos. I remember either. Is Bicos close to Coca-Cola? It's just a cola nah, drink, but it wasn't the it's same. It's not very good. Now, now, for a while, they're in Britain. Now, this is if, if any businessman's out there and they're thinking, oh, I'm going to start a new cola, just don't do it. Richard Branson, when I was living in the UK, gave Virgin Cola a go. You know, everything's virgin when they're virgin that virgin. And it, what was he thinking? You can't even make a fucking airline work. And all of a sudden, he wants to take on Coca-Cola. I loved Virgin yeah. when it was around. But... He, he had a good record store, the yeah. end. What country drinks the most Coca-Cola in the world? Uh, the most Coca-Cola drunk in the world. It would have to be America. It would have to America. be. Okay. It would have to be America. Um, and then, according to Warren Buffett, I think this is accurate. We'll ask Mike. Yeah. Like, this is Warren Buffett said this. Th there's a reason why people don't get sick of Coca-Cola. Do you know what it is? 
Um, I don't know the reason, but I know that Andy Warhol said that it was the great equaliser of mankind, that the Queen of England drinks Coca-Cola and says so the peasants in the street. Okay. So it's uh, it, like when it comes to wine and beer, you have all your craft beers mm. and, your, and your vintage wines and all this type of stuff. But with Coca-Cola, we all drink the same stuff, except I. I have the Mexican stuff in my house. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and uh, I'll ask one more question. There's a much other stuff we can get to, but we'll just... Uh, what about Diet Coke? When was that introduced? I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of the Diet Coke. I think it, I don't like the aftertaste, but I, I'm, I'm loving the Coke Zero. Mm-hmm. I like the Coke Zero. I think that's Coke a fine so let's, When was Diet Coke introduced some and when people, was Coke Zero? Some people like the Diet Coke. Okay, so the Diet Coke would and have why? been... And why? Why was Diet Coke made? Diet Coke would have been made because of they, when they you know, figured out calories and all type of bullshit, right? And they started to realize that sugar turned into fat, right? And so I, I reckon all the Diet Coke commercials from the 80s... I'm going to reckon the early 80s was Diet Coke. And Coke Zero? Uh, Coke Zero was brought in in about 2005. Okay. All right. Now, I- now I feel like Coke, Coca-Cola, if you watch some of those old Diet Coke commercials, they're very Me Too-y. There, uh, yeah. there was that one of that guy who worked on the construction site and he cracks over the Coke and he's got his shirt off like that. And all the women are basically masturbating against the window. <laughs> They're all losing it completely, just, oh. And then we, then we go, he has a Coke break in another hour or something like that. It's very, very... Uh, a I'm, Coke break. You know what that guy's name was? What's that? You know what that guy's name was? What? Lucky. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to say Mike Dillon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that, that guy went back. I felt so me too. Oh, it was a horrible day at work. All right, um... Uh, and New Coke, you, you said... You new, don't new Coke was brought in in the mid-80s and they were trying to change up Coca-Cola to keep, you know, during the Cola Wars. And actually, it turned out to be the greatest marketing campaign ever, even though they did it by... They claimed to have done it by accident because people reminisced and, and they started stockpiling old Coca-Cola and all that type of stuff. And so then when they brought back Coke, they were like this, I'll never mistreat you again. And they kept on putting it in their fridge. And uh, it, it, it bumped Coca-Cola sales up more than anything they've ever done is the debacle that was New Coke. All right. Okay. Um, let's see how Jim did. I've oh. been, you know, some people have suggested that we do the accuracy thing, not first, because people are waiting for that more than okay. et cetera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I, how about I do et cetera at the beginning? Um, just do confidence. Just, On a scale of zero to 10, how did Jim do in confidence? I think, he did, I think I'm going to give him a seven on seven. confidence. In confidence. Etc. You get a negative two. Okay. Um, (laughs) Mike, how did Jim do on a scale of zero to ten on accuracy with Coca Cola? Ten being the best. I'd say six seven range. All right. Give him a six and and a half. half. All right. Six and a half minus two is four point five. Carry the one nine. Thirteen point five. Diet Coke. I'm a Coke head. Um, Is that, what, is that what you call people? No, no, no. I just, that yeah, should have yeah, been yeah. one of No, no, no. Just for years I've been saying that on the hour. <laughs> yeah. Is that it's a like, thing? It's like, it's like a twitch I've got. <laughs> I'm a cokehead. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be on a bus. I'm a cokehead. <laughs> All right. So let's start right at the beginning. Who invented Coca-Cola? Jim said an addict cokehead. <laughs> well, you know, that's not his name. <laughs> <laughs> it's a guy named Pemberton who was a pharmacist. He was an addict. He was a guy who was injured in the Civil War with, mm. with um, maybe the best wound you can get, which is a saber wound to the chest. Mm-hmm. Jesus. I would say it's the worst wound. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get a wound. It's a good, very braggable. Yeah. But he turned into a morphine addict. 
uh, amongst other things. And he thought this this thing would help his addiction. That was his motivation anyway. So yeah. No, I know. I know the answers, Tim. I don't know all of them, but I. Okay, maybe he wasn't a cokehead, but he was an addict. I remember it was something the pharmacy thing. I didn't yeah, know he, he was an actual pharmacist. He was definitely hurting. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was like a. Yeah, I think he was a colonel in the Confederate Army too. But but he um. He, Which uh, one? It's, it's been a, been a while. Are they the good ones or the bad ones? They're the bad ones. No, the bad ones. The Confederate flag is bad. Oh yeah, the bad ones. The bad ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jack, the screen. Can you fix it? All okay on the screen. Um. Uh. Yeah. The Confederates are the bad ones. So there's no statue of him. Just, just, um, just tweaking. Maybe, maybe at the Atlanta, at the Coke headquarters. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Right, yeah. <laughs> take them down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, let's take down these Confederate statues. We didn't know there were statues right, until right now, and we want them down. Costume. Pharmacist costume, not the Civil War costume. Uh, oh, okay. oh, true. Yeah, okay, okay, point, okay. Right. But who made the original? Well, it can be more than one thing. Uh, <laughs> Jim said it was invented in 1892, and it was Atlanta, Georgia. Was he right about that? Well, 1886 was the year, and the guy was from Columbus, Georgia. Yeah, there's some 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 folks differ. So he apparently invented, made the formula in Columbus. Yeah. Never sold it to anyone or used it, but then brought it to Atlanta to actually sell. So Columbus is the technically right answer. Before we go, have you ever seen the? I know the original recipe is locked up in a safe, and have you held it? Have you looked at it? You don't know what's in your product. What's that? You you don't know how to, you couldn't make it. You couldn't make the actual product. Could you make Coca Cola syrup? No. Oh, okay. Don't well, only. Also, it's not like. Aren't there only two people in the world who know the recipe, Mike? Or is yeah, there's only one? two, and then there's a number that know parts. Oh, right. and they all have to get together. If those two do, <laughs> now, do those two people? Do they have to fly on separate planes? It's very Captain America. No. I'm serious. Yeah, it's all very hush hush. Because you know, like I was watching a thing on the Royals the other day. So, so like, do you know that the that the heir to the throne and the future king cannot be uh, on the same plane, right? So, oh. so Charles can't fly with William, and William can't fly oh, with Prince George. In case the plane, yeah, yeah. So William and Prince George, the little baby, have to fly on separate planes. Right. Yet, so I imagine the Coca Cola system would be very similar. It's like the designated survivor thing for the United yeah. States. Yeah, that was yeah, just right. a TV show. No, but it's based on truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 you know what they? they that really, that is true. When they do have the, it's the state the, of the union or something like that. They have he has to pick somebody in his cabinet. I mention this every couple of weeks. All it is is the plot line to King Ralph. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they took that from the real life. Though, yeah. And Mike, isn't the secret recipe was kept in a bank downtown, and then when the New World of Coke opened, they put it in the cool vault in there? Is that true? That's correct. Yeah. For so for years, it was in a bank in the trust company uh, downtown, and then uh, just moved to the World of Coke, and that was a big hush hush project. We we're building that thing up, and then so there's a vault there. You can go look at the vault. You can't see the can't see the recipe. But you can see the vault. Now here's an idea. Rather than just protecting this one thing, why don't you photocopy it several times? <laughs> Keep it in your wallet. Yeah, yeah. Like, make it so much easier. Yeah. You wouldn't worry about losing it then. <laughs> By the way, I like how Jack keeps saying, and isn't it true that whatever, we know that this was drilled in your head since you were yeah. two years old. I'm just old. making sure it's accurate. It wasn't <laughs> yeah, like yeah. fairy isn't tales. It's also yeah. true that address yeah. 434. It's, like, it's, like, it's like Jack can only do this on a Coca-Cola podcast and the Grateful Dead yeah. podcast. <laughs> and, apart, and apart from that, yeah. and apart from that, he has no other information. <laughs> I'm useless outside of these topics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's, do, let's, let's, let's do a podcast on having sex with over three women. Ah. <laughs> I have to oh. check out on this one. Um, oh. Yeah, <laughs> he's, <Damn>. sorry, <laughs> sorry he's poor little face. <laughs> 
you know like, my stats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, hard to remember. Like a, a Squirtle playing right, next, card. Next question. <laughs> uh, I asked why he invented it, and you said uh, to put in Jack Daniels. But it, um, I guess it's pretty close. We, we got all that. He's a pharmacist, a stand of injury, and so sorry. Um, Elixir. The name. Where'd the name came from? Jim said it came from the cola bean, and Coca-Cola was just a bit of fun. <laughs> 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 the coca part was a little bit of fun. Uh, yeah, and so the coca was from the coca leaf, yeah. coca leaf, coca yeah, yeah. leaf, okay, yeah, cola from the cola nut. And the interesting thing is, I mean, all this fell together in a very lucky way at a lucky time because the guy who invented the formula didn't even actually come up with a name, it was his bookkeeper who mm. said, Hey, let's call this thing Coca Cola because the some of the ingredients, and then he used his fancy script for writing up the writing the words out. And that became the logo. Yeah. Oh, the same if that logo guy didn't today. have any coffee that day or had a fight with his wife or something, we might have a different name. Right. So the logo is very curly with all the C's. And yeah. That was just his handwriting yeah. or something? Or yeah. did he really plan that out? Was that just how his handwriting? Well, it's, you know, it looks like it's a so-called Spencerian script. And you mm. see a lot of baseball teams with that kind of stuff. It's like it's a very 1880s, 1890s kind of kind of look. And that was his, but he, that was his particular take on it. Now, yeah. did he end up getting any type of ownership in the company or what, did he just name it and do the logo and then kind of get nothing? Yeah. Usual agency treatment. Yep. Yeah. His, his name was Frank Robinson says here. So Frank Robinson. Yeah. yeah. Well, at least he's getting props on this podcast. Yeah. Well, there you go. he's finally getting his due. <laughs> <laughs> finally getting his day. And um, I asked what was unique about the formula. You said there was real sugar and cocaine and that was it. Yeah. There's uh, a small trace of cocaine in there to make it addictive. Uh, is that accurate? And is there anything else unique about it? The original formula, the original. Well, that, that part is true, but it's not the whole truth. The, the original formula, when it came, when they, when he invented it in Columbus, had, was alcoholic. Yeah. It actually had some other kind of different name they were working on, like Coca wine or something like that. Mm-hmm. But the county that Atlanta is in, Fulton County, had just gone dry, so we had to reformulate, took the alcohol out, and. Um, and that's how he ended up with this new formula. So, so I see know, that, the very original formula is alcoholic. See, that's the whole thing because you can add vodka to it. You can add so many other drinks to it. Why would you have it? You know, because well, I didn't know then he was an I, addict. I know, yeah. I know, but you think back. It's <laughs> like to do something like, to make I, himself feel better. I watched. I watched an interview with a guy who invented the GoPro camera, right? Yeah. And he wanted to call it the skate cam because he was a skateboarder and he wanted to videotape himself yeah. skating. And then he was like, ah. Oh. Then I thought to myself, it could be used for other things. <laughs> yeah, you, know I mean? you could have really limited yourself. And th- this says the thing I found. It said there was up. To, there was about nine milligrams of cocaine per glass. Nine and, milligrams. How yeah. much is that? Is that a line? No. Well, it's a gram. You you know you buy in, milligrams. So uh, how many I've milligrams are in a gram? Thousand. A th- uh, um, no, a thousand milligrams. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's not much at all. No. no. Um, and it was removed from the drink in 1903. So it was in there for a while, huh? Like eight years. Yeah. Those coca leaves were in there. Yeah. And uh, that, if you distill, it was about not that much. Yeah. So yeah. you don't have the actual leaves in there? Everything's synthetic now? Or do you actually have the, the, the coconut or the cola nut and the, and the leaves? Are those ingredients in there or are they just synthetically flavored now? It's synthetic. So, well, there's, there's, um, I'm not exactly real clear on this one, but there's there is still an exclusion. I believe there's still an exclusion in the import laws of the U.S. that allow coca leaves to come in just for um, for use in the in the early formulation. But there's no cocaine in it. There's no none of that stuff actually exists. But there's still some essence of it. 
Sure, but if I was to mix my own cocaine in, would that get me close to the original flavor? <laughs> That's why you're doing it. <laughs> because I feel like when I drink it, it just rubs over my gums anyway. So, <laughs> um, so Coca-Cola was first marketed, you said, um, as an elixir, but also to give you energy. Yeah, it was like Which, a Red Bull. Yeah. That's right. Uh, I think that's fair. I mean, it's a, uh, you know, it relieves exhaustion was one thing they used to say. Brain tonic, one of the original brain tonic. It was very medicinal at first. Yeah, tonics. And, you know, they were selling it just like this guy's personal needs. You know, there, there were a lot of, apparently there were a lot of um, Civil War veterans that were, um, had addiction issues, depression, alcoholism. And this was meant to be a way to get off. And also importantly for ladies, <laughs> The funny thing is, always it gets me the way they say this: certain maladies among highly strung Southern women mm-hmm. that we able to address. Mm-hmm. Do tell not Northern <laughs> women and not low-key women, just highly strung Southern women. Yeah, you know the type. They're those Southern women, they're sitting there with a fan. <laughs> they're going, "This mid julep isn't helping me out. Get me a coke." And she said something else, but she had a speech impediment. <laughs> I remember growing up, my whenever my brother and I would have a headache, my dad would hand us a Coke and goes, this supposedly helps headaches. Is that true? <laughs> I don't know, but that's apparently what it was used for in the beginning. Oh, so he would just give us Coke. I got told by a comedian who used to be a Dr. Harry Hill, right? Used to be a doctor. He told me that when you get a cold to have like a Coke because the receptors or se- there's some receptors in your in your body that will all get taken over to the sugar and leave your body open to be cured from the cold or something. When you have a cold, you meant to have a Coke. This is why Coke dominates because it's like forced itself into every <laughs> solution. I, every I, may, problem you I may have gotten it wrong, but he told me if I got like, I'm feeling under the weather to have a Coke really quickly because the sugar moving, the insulin moving in my body would help out the. Yeah. I, I, I used to have a therapist that told me if you were having an argument with your wife, to have a coca-cola as well because that would help <laughs> really yeah, yeah i didn't have a wife either so it stops punching yeah <laughs> um the first slogan you said coke go on then <laughs> was that their first slogan coke is, it. Coke is it. it wasn't that but it was just about as direct yeah drink drink coca-cola Drink Coca-Cola. Yeah, they really are. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no subliminal messaging I, there. I, I tell you what, they have these, uh, they have these, those flags that go along the, you know, sunset. And for a while there, they had these uh, Jack Daniels flags. They were all, so you drove along, and all it said was in big letters, "Drink Jack Daniels," and then underneath, <laughs> responsibly. <laughs> responsibly, you needed a magnifying glass to see it, and it was just a subliminal. Drink Jack Daniels. Drink Jack Daniels. Yeah. Drink Jack Daniels. I've never seen anybody drink, drink Jack Daniels responsibly. No, ever. No, no, no. no. Um, so, so the yeah. slogan was "Drink." Yeah, I have how other many, slogans. How many there. slogans has it had? I don't know if I have the exact number. I have. There's a bunch. Yeah. Um, there's a whole list here, but it, it's well. I'll, I lost the list there. But Give me I'll, some good ones. Okay, here. Hold on a second. Enjoy. Remember the real oh, yeah. thing. Enjoy is- Enjoys one. Enjoy. Is it- what marketing yeah. person gets paid for enjoy? I like this. One of them, one of the original ones, Coca-Cola revives and sustains. Huh. Here we go. I got, the, I'll, I'll, the great I'll, national temperance beverage. I'll That's make a you some. One. I'll Little make you some. Even. Good. <laughs> <laughs> That's my marketing pain. Great. <laughs> Whenever you see an arrow, think of Coca-Cola. I don't know what that what? one's about. Yeah. Or, or like for the larger bottles, that's a big Coke. <laughs> How about uh, 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 thirst knows, knows no season? 
season. Yeah. So it's nice, nice season. Ice cold sunshine. Ice cold sunshine. Yeah, Around weird. the corner from anywhere. That's a weird slogan. I used to like, well, that. I used to like that advert. They made Coca-Cola <laughs> seem like it was a thing that the hippies could do. I'd like to teach the world to sing yeah. in perfect harmony. And they're all hitting the Cokes and all that type of stuff. Yeah. They somehow, with all the sugar and stuff, they've remained this like wholesome thing. And from my childhood, I just... I think it's the most recognizable brand in the world. It has to be the number one brand in the world, Coke. I, I read something that said... Um, Second only to okay, Coca-Cola is the most well-known phrase in the world. Yeah, that was one of our dinner party facts. Coca-Cola. Yeah. My bad, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's okay. He has some other ones. He has some other ones. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. We have three of them. <laughs> Kelly read it in an email. It. <laughs> <laughs> but that's true, right, Mike? Then you, you sent that to me? It's the second most phrase or word or it was? Yeah. It's, it's wild. Word. Mm. Um, Think about that around the world, right? There's not a lot of, you know, got languages... You know, hundreds, dozens, you know, like thousands of languages. Dozens, you say. <laughs> <laughs> Have a Coke. That'll sort you out. <laughs> Here was another one. Coke means Coca-Cola. That was in 1945. Coke means Coca-Cola. The old, 1942. Some of the slogans were a little long. The only thing Coca-Cola is Coca-Cola itself. And in 1939, whoever you are, whatever you do, think of good ice cold Coca Cola. I feel like these are like <laughs> ex existential <laughs> crises happening. Mr. Dylan, maybe maybe you can answer this question. I've always wondered this: Why do you still need to advertise? Like, does it come back? It just feels like you spend billions on advertising. En enjoyable treat, spontaneous consumption. You, you need to be top of mind. Mm -hmm. Really. Mind. It's like think about think about like you know, pick another category like fast food. You're gonna drive by a restaurant. You know you're hungry. You know that it's time to eat. You know what's near you, but there's still a ton of advertising to get you to go in that direction. Right, but like because like under, under pressure, you're under a little bit of time pressure. It's not top of mind at the moment. You want it to be top of mind. But your product is so good. It's so good. And like I, I hate to bang on about the same thing, but like. Illegal yeah. drugs, cocaine, heroin, they don't need advertising and they're still flying off the shelves. <laughs> and your your products as good as those products. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new slogan. A lot less expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's just that, like we were talking about earlier with social media, it's about staying relevant. Like look at, for instance, Zoom in the pandemic. Like Skype had, what, a 15-year head start on that? Yeah. And somehow Zoom took over this entire pandemic. I don't and even people... think about Zoom. Anymore. I mean, Skype. Anymore. Yeah, exactly. Like Zoom, so it's just yeah. like if yeah. Skype had been advertising, they probably could have taken this and run with it. But Zoom, Zoom swooped in. That's one. That's my new slogan for Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola gives heroin a run for its money. <laughs> <laughs> well, better than that. The guy that invented it. Um, okay. Back to the questions. I don't know where they are. Okay. Uh, you said it's available in every single country. Yeah, Jim, is I that do. correct, Mike? So North Korea and Cuba, you're not going to see any distribution because of embargoes. But if you go to North Korea and Cuba, I'm sure you can find it. Yeah. Oh, I really like I'm telling stuff. you, Kim Jong-un's not drinking Pepsi <laughs> like, <laughs> like a bloody weirdo. Well, maybe he's not drinking anything, though. Hey, well, maybe that's why he's so angry. He has to yeah. drink Pepsi. Yeah. yeah. Is, that, is that what was happening? Yeah. Fidel Castro was like, get me a cigar and a Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think they had Pepsi either. They must have had something. Uh, Bicos? Bicos. <laughs> Have you ever heard of Bicos? No. No, Bicos Cola. That's a real thing. And I'm telling you, like. Right the... now, there's some operatives from Coca Cola going to Greece. To, right. to in in, in Greece, we went to the movie cinema because we went and saw the Star Wars movie. In the movie cinema, they had fountain drinks and they had 
They had Coca and Bicos as fountain options. Yeah. Yeah. When I was in India, the co- the cola option was something called Thumbs Up, but there was no B in it. Thumbs, thumbs, thumbs Up. Yeah, it was Thumbs Up. Thumbs, thumbs, thumbs. Oh, it is? Oh, wow. Ah, you got him. Does Coke own Thumbs it's Up? It's like Dr. Pepper. Yeah, it was, it was delicious. Cola. Yeah. Who owns Mr. Pip? Pip, Pip. Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola owns Mr. Pip. But your bottle yeah. of Dr. Pepper, Mr. Pip and Dr. Pepper are the same thing, right? Mm. They're uh, competitors, yes. Yeah, they're also that so-called spicy cherry category. Yeah. And Dr. So, Pepper was independent. We started up Mr. Pip in the 70s. I think it was 72. Now, Mr. Yeah. Pip is now Pip Extra. That's correct. And I, I, it's Pip. Pib. 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 Two Bs. Oh, Not Pip-Pip. Mr. Pib. Mr. Pib. <laughs> Mr. Right? Pip is your teacher. I like Mr. Pib. School. I call him Mr. Pib, right? So anyway, it's Mr. Pib. It's fantastic. It's great. Anyway, so so uh, so Mr. Pip now that is called Pib Extra. And I heard that was because some feminist went, why isn't there a Mrs. Pib? Is that right? I don't know, Mr. Pib. We were had we just switched it. I think just to say modern. I don't know the answer to that one. Yeah. What, Mister is still modern, Mister Pib? Pib that identifies no. as. Marshall Pepper could be as uh, could be male or female. Uh, That's true. Ah, yes. Oh, wow, not come in the on. 50s. <laughs> no, not when, not when they invented it, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it was Jane Seymour, Doctor Medicine Woman, or whatever that show was. Well, totally different people. I think Jane Seymour was a gorillas. No, 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 no. Jane Seymour, no. Doctor Quinn Dr. Medicine. Quinn. I, know who oh, I was thinking of the actress Seymour. What's her name from it was, Aliens? It was no. You're What's her name? Sigourney, Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver, who portrayed Jane Goodall. Jane Goodall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. what my brain just did. That was a fucking journey <laughs> for us. <laughs> She's a doctor. <laughs> aliens. Okay. What um, happened then? Coca-Cola Company came to be in 1908, Jim said. In uh, World War One. he was all over the place there in that one. Before that. Okay, so it was invented in 1896, did we just say? 18. 1886. Uh, 1886. So 1992. It became incorporated in 1892. 1892. 1892. Yeah, and uh, Aza, how do you say her name? Is, is it a woman? Is it a guy? Aza. 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 Is a woman? Handler. So... Uh, our inventor, Mr. Pemberton, wasn't doing too well, and he sold out. The saber wound. And, uh, yeah. To a fellow pharmacist who turned it into a real business. And, and it, he, is, it, it, was that a woman or a man? Do you know Asa, Asa Candler? Or? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a male. Uh, okay. okay. I thought it was yeah, you yeah. could tell how shocked he was that a woman turned this that, into a good no i wasn't that I, I wasn't shocked that it could no. have been turned in that but back then yeah to, no like, i'm it's, saying because yeah. she's a pharmacist or yeah. we were thinking if it was oh, a yeah, woman yeah, yeah. pharmacist, pharmacist yeah. what am i thinking yeah. let's <laughs> do the amount of cokes i think i got those numbers spot on oh, um yeah. the yes so how um how many cokes are consumed uh, are sold Per day, and how many were sold the first year? Jim said that there are 900 million. Don't forget, he said glug, glug, glug. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Glug, 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 glug. You said 900 million a day, and first year, 50,000 were sold. Was he close on that? Not so much. So the first year, there's a couple different numbers out there. 25 bottles in the first year is one number. They weren't weren't bottles. They were fountain servings because there were no bottles till much later. Um, so then there's another source that'll tell you it was nine a day, but it was very little, mm. not much. 25 a first year. Today, when you look at all the products of the Coca-Cola company, it's 1.8 billion servings, eight ounce servings per day. 
Yeah, but that's all the products. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Hey, what's what's the mythology around? I've heard this whole that there was they sold the bottling rights because someone said they never thought that uh, anyone would want it in a bottle, so they used to sell it, and then they sold the bottling rights for nothing. And now, to this day, the people who bottle the Coca Cola are a separate company. Am I correct from Coca Cola? Uh, Yeah, so that's that's basically right. So that. So, so it was a fountain drink, mostly available in pharmacies, things like that. Mm. And they, the uh, fellow who was in charge at the time, so, which is Asa Candler, sold the bottling rights to a couple of guys from Tennessee for a dollar. <laughs> sold, listen to these uh, terms and conditions. In perpetuity, no performance clauses, right? So, oh, my God. So, uh, and that was for U.S. rights, not yeah. worldwide. All right. Um, well, now, so what, what basically happened, and once again, this is just more good luck. Here's some guy who names it Coca-Cola, has good handwriting. He sold them. This sounds like a big blunder. What it created was a franchise system. So the bottlers independently started to just make a lot of money on it. Everybody makes a lot of money selling Coke and making Coke. And um, they started uh, bottling it. And it was the first bottling plant, I think it was in Chattanooga. And yeah, that's right. So to this day, it's not 100% true that they're separate. There's a lot of, there's a very tight relationship between the company and the bottlers. But you usually think of the bottler as a separate entity. Right. The company makes brands and concentrate and sells to bottlers. Bottlers add usually the sweetener and the packaging, and they do the selling and the distribution. So wow. for a dollar, what was that and even dollar. in today's money? A hundred bucks? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, bloody idiot. <laughs> it wasn't a lot. Yeah. I would have. I would have done a better deal. <laughs> That's if those, I those, if I if I had a time machine, what I'd do is I'd go back in time and I'd tell that bloke to sell it for two dollars. <laughs> yeah, he would have crushed. He would have crushed. <laughs> and, and yeah, not in perpetuity. You might want to say too. Not in perpetuity. Um, and then it's uh, I think we skipped ahead there. Um, the that question was back there. Sorry. Right. Oh, Jim, how many grams of sugar went it? Jim said twelve, 12 teaspoons. Twelve teaspoons. That's that pretty far off. This says uh, nine, nine and a half, nine and a half teaspoons. Yeah, but not the way I drink it. Yeah. <laughs> I, you you put more sugar I, in. Yeah, uh, that's not sweet enough for me. I add a little <laughs> bit more in there, and then I stir it up. Free, it's very sensible. Nine and a half yeah, teaspoons. It's the thirty-nine grams of sugar. Oh, you know what it was? The the freestyle machine. That's what I have written here. I was trying to figure out what that means. That freestyle machine. I I saw a documentary on the guy that it was the same guy that invented the Segway. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. And yeah, so there's a really interesting concept. It's just taking technology from some, one area to another. So it's like, hey, look, when you're making a fountain drink, you're basically mixing some liquids. And, you know, that's not always precise historically. It's like, well, guess what? There are places where you get pretty precise with liquids, and that's medicine, right? So microdosing in infusion, basically, it's that same technology applied to um, making drinks. So you just super concentrate it so that then you can have multiple, you can make multiple products in the same machine with micro dosing. Yeah, I, I find that machine too daunting. I stand there for like 10 minutes and then I'm like, I'll have an orange in my Coke and I'll make a diet and I'll have a bit of lemonade and, thing, and then I just go, oh, I'll just have a Coke. <laughs> so I also heard the, the document, it was like a documentary I was watching. And so he invented the Segway. A lot of people think he died, fell off a cliff, but he sold that company, the Segway company, to a guy that did fall off a cliff in a Segway. So it's not the same guy. And he was an, he was an inventor, and he invented this thing um, called the Slingshot, too, which could make clean drinking water out of, like, any, any like with solar-powered. And he yeah. went... 
Yeah, so is that true? Is that that was all that and they went he wanted to be able to distribute it. So Coca-Cola helped him distribute it like in exchange for inventing that machine, right? Yeah, so that was exactly so the, the uh that we were involved in this thing. I don't know what's happening with it now, but we were involved in a slingshot. I mean it's a great idea. And uh it was the idea of uh, cleaning having clean water, providing clean water throughout the world where it's necessary. And it's a problem in a lot of places. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. so that guy's pretty smart. Yeah, he's pretty smart. He invented the Segway, a thing to make clean water. This, <laughs> like, I feel like the freestyle machine was probably like, I'll make this machine and just like in two minutes. I was like, I got it. All right, I just made a thing that with your body weight goes forward. So, yeah. um, Is there a difference in taste between Coke that's served in a glass bottle, a can, and plastic? I personally think I can taste glass bottle Coke. I, I My preference goes like this, glass bottle, can, then plastic. I don't like me Coke in a plastic bottle. Am I? Is that just all in my, my head or is there no difference? I mean, it's it, the most important thing is what you think, right? So no, it's not. Lot, I've been told many times tell the least important thing in the room is what I think. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you that though. I mean, glass, generally speaking, glass. You know, it, it holds because one of the big issues is is it holding the carbonation, right? And over time, the plastic doesn't hold the carbonation as oh, well. Oh, hey, so you hey. want that to stay safe. Sorry, mate. I mean, my son just wandered in. This isn't my house. I just, uh... <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. And then cans, some people, you know, that's just, a, again, that's a preference thing. So just think about beer, right? People, some people like canned beer. Some people will never drink a canned beer. They think it's wrong. Right. So you, know, you, like the, you get used to the taste. But the, the, in theory, the bottle, the glass, glass imparts very little and contains very much. Except for, of course, you got the light effect. But besides that, you're good. I always thought that the glass, the Coca-Cola glass bottles are the sexiest. I, I think, I think yeah. there's something that you've done very well is design. Mm -hmm. It's not just the liquid. Your design's yeah. always been better. Everything like people collect the posters and the old things and the old cooler boxes. And, you, you know, think of another company where people want to buy just the stuff with the labels on. I guess there is people, mm -hmm. you know, but, but Coca-Cola seems to have nailed that better than anything else. Well, and like um, people always talk about McDonald's having the best fountain Coke. Isn't there a, like a special relationship between McDonald's and Coca-Cola? It's got to do with how wide their plastic straws are. There's something mm. that people say Coke tastes better at McDonald's, but it's something to do with the straws. But that's just a theory. Do you know about this, Mike? I read about it a little bit. Can't tell. There's us. Um, uh, so so Coke and uh, well, it's it's really McDonald's doing what they decide is they're going to want to have the uh, the best tasting Cokes. So that what they they do things like. Um, well, maybe I shouldn't talk about that. No yeah. worries. Blink they, twice. We'll, yeah. we'll just edit yeah. this out. They, they do things like not urinate <laughs> the syrup like everyone else business. does. Uh, I think you should go get a Coke wherever you want to enjoy it. Yeah. You can find the answer on our Patreon. Yeah. It turns out our drink tastes better when you have a frozen patty in your mouth and some special sauce that's made of whale jizz. Um, Gross. Good Lord. So, so cans... <laughs> uh, yeah. were, can, when were cans introduced over bottles and why were they why were cans brought along and was coca-cola the first one that put the liquid in cans like drinks well beer was in cans in the 30s oh, okay and of course they didn't have pop tops you're using an opener and stuff like that um and then there was a, an attempt to get into cans during world war ii simply they're, they're much more you know you can move them around a lot easier um uh, but they didn't come, Coke didn't get into actual canned beverages until the six, until 1960. So I like to do this on then, every... What's that? Sorry, I was about to... Uh, keep, keep going. Even then, there was a lot of concern, right? So that first can comes out, and what was on the... What was drawn on the side of a can? 
the bottle. (laughs) 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 They didn't want people to think that it was, you know, something other than what it was. And, you know, it's kind of a visual category, right? You want to see that drink. Yeah. It'd be like if you served up a really nice juicy steak and then you put it in a plastic bag or paper bag and said, here, chew on this. How is it? Yeah. Your enjoyment level wouldn't be the same. You would worry about that. Now we're used to it now. We don't think about it. Um, I, I do this every podcast. Uh, so the Nazis were involved. <laughs> the Nazis always do something. Now, now, there wasn't enough ingredients to make Coca-Cola for everywhere or the rations or something that happened in Germany during the war because of whatever. And so that you guys invented Fanta for them. Correct or incorrect? Fanta is a Nazi beverage? It's not a Nazi beverage, but it's, it's definitely a, a German beverage that was created. And they were Nazis. After the war <laughs> because there weren't any ingredients. And uh, by the and then we ended up buying it from them. Oh, the and Nazis made it, and then you uh, bought it from the, the Nazis. Nazis. No Nazis, <laughs> right? No, no, no. Of course, no Nazis. <laughs> there, there's no Nazi money in that Coca-Cola. Uh, but anyway, so but if there were Nazis, they invented Fanta. That's that's fascinating. No. Invented, yeah, my understanding, my recollection is that they yeah there was light on ingredients, and they ended up come they came up with an orange drink. Yeah, yeah, they can't with their hydrogen because they couldn't, they couldn't get all the cola beans and all that stuff. Um, no. Yeah, I, I remember you bringing this up when we were on the show, and then I went on Snopes, and Snopes says that it was not invented by the Nazis. The Germans, the yeah. Nazis, yeah. potato, potato. <laughs> Holy hell. We're going to get so yeah. much hate mail they, for this. No, but so it was, we're up to no good. No, it's it's no, to our 10 German listeners. It was, well, how are you doing? It was prior to you World... You can't say sorry enough. It was, <laughs> It, it was prior to World War II, though. That it wasn't during World right. War II. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it was after World War so One. Soon when, to be nuts. It was after World War One when their when their rations were all stuffed up and their economy was all in the toilet. And then Hitler was there, right, going, "I like orange," like that. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, I, he, he was at Volkswagen designing a car with more headroom. <laughs> he was like, I want, I want more headroom when I drive around. I want something that I can salute in. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, want, I, want a, I want a car I can salute in. And uh, and also, why my arms up here? I enjoy picking oranges. Maybe I could do something with these. A lot of orange trees in Germany. Yeah, that's yeah. how that's how they got the oranges. They were all hailing Hitler, and then they were just falling off the trees. They were in an orchard doing it, and they thought, "Oh, this will go to waste." And then they made Fanta, and Fanta stands for um, Fun at Nazi Tents. Z. <laughs> a. No, there's no Z. It's not fans. It's Fan at Nazi tents, eh? This actually says, in Snopes, it says, it says, Fanta came by its name thanks to Keith's instructions to employees during the contest to christen a beverage. He told them to let their fantasy, oh. fantasy, German for fantasy, run wild. Upon hearing that, veteran salesman Joe Nip immediately blurted out Fanta. Right, oh, right. Yeah, he, his Fanta, his <laughs> fantasy was to name an orange soda. <laughs> well, it, 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 it's his legacy. I'll tell you, you must know a lot about soda. I'll tell you my number one soda. I've got two. They're from Australia. Have you ever heard of these, mate? You ever heard of these? Solo. Solo's an aerated lemon drink, right? And they, oh. they half carbonate it. They half carbonate it so you can slam it down fast. Mm. Right, and there's always like some guy. If you watch a solo ad, it's always some like pouring, and it's all going down his chin, his shirt, and he's just done exercise, right? <laughs> and and solo was the first person to put the bigger holes in the can, the bigger mm-hmm. holes in the can. Before that, we had the small holes, and then Australia went, make the hole bigger, and they went, that's the best invention we've had in years. <laughs> make the hole bigger, you can pour it down your gullet. They started with solo. Then another soft drink that I'm a big fan of, and you can take this to America. This only exists in Australia. You buy this, you're onto a winner. 
You're on to a winner. Mike's retired. I believe he retired. Yeah, but he knows people. He knows yeah. people. He can make a call. <laughs> you can we'll still make money when you're Mike retired. Mike will split it 50 50. Yeah. Anyway, Passiona. Passiona. Oh, I had that. That was good. That's oh, yeah. Passiona's brilliant. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, what's Passiona? Good question. <laughs> passion fruit. Passion fruit. It's a passion fruit flavored soda. Mm, you great. haven't got a passion fruit flavored one, have you? He's writing something down. I think so. Uh-oh, he's Is typing. It, he's or, got a business plan. Order yourself a, a can of Passiona. You won't go wrong. You won't, I don't think they even make diet Passiona. It's full yeah, fat. Could, you know what we could do? We could, we could market it. We could say, drink Passiona. Yeah, oh, drink Passiona. Enjoy ah. Passiona. Well, also, also in Australia, if, if you're making out with a person, when I was a teenager, sort of in the 80s and 90s, our term for if you, if you made out with a girl at a party was called you had a pash. And it was short for passionate. And then it's like, to kiss someone, it's like, did you pash her? Oh, yeah, I pashed her. She was pretty good. We had a pash. Sounds violent. And so they had like a slogan, like in Passiona, like, have a pash. Ah. Oh, yeah, Passiona. Nice. Yeah, I had one of those. Those are really good. Oh, really I remember good. you like talking about it. I'm like, this isn't going to be as good as you're talking, but it was or very good. Or garlic chicken. You have a garlic chicken yeah, we're not talking about chicken. With the chili on it. <laughs> or garlic chicken with a Passiona. You'll bloody be happy all day, you will. Sorry, Mike. It's lunchtime right. here. Jim just gets hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, were, uh, uh, were you around for the Cola Wars? Do you remember him? No, that was uh, before I started at Coke. How many people I was died? Alive. Okay. Did anyone <laughs> die during the Cola Wars? Yeah, how many? I, I think uh, no, 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 no souls were lost, but maybe some jobs. Yeah. I feel like I feel like you guys. I feel like Coca Cola took the higher ground because you just kept on advertising your product and your product, your product, your product, your product. Where Pepsi were the bitch in the situation because they were doing the cola test taste yeah. test. Where they were, were you tests. you yeah. never ragged on them. They always ragged on you, and I feel like that makes them the inferior product because they're going Whoa, we're better than Coke. The and Pepsi also, challenge. Yeah, the Pepsi challenge. Now also Pepsi did something where they bought up all the uh, the pop stars. When I say all the pop stars, I know Michael Jackson, Madonna, Britney and Britney Spears. Spears was oh, don't all. forget, uh, what's her name? Uh, infamously, recently, Jenner with the Caitlin? Black Lives Matter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Pepsi buy up celebrities where I feel like you guys don't purchase celebrities. You do a bigger, wider sort of plan. Am I right in saying that? Or who's a uh, over, over the years, it's changed. So I think Coke was one of the originals doing, doing celebrities and sports. Way back in the time, yeah, Mean Joe Green, uh, but it's, and 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 really led the the charge in that. Regard. That's right. You had a Cosby commercial. <laughs> you had. Mike a, was trying to avoid that. You <laughs> had. A, you had a Bill Cosby commercial. He was trying to for tip New toe. Coke. That was for New Coke. Uh, yeah, see, that's why I was doomed. Yeah, New that's, Coke. That's why they got rid of New Coke because everyone kept falling asleep on it. <laughs> that was Jesus New Coke. Christ. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Hey, I'm and, not doing that anymore because New Coke hurt. He said New Coke hurt his reputation. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was really bad. Bold words yeah. from Cosby. Yeah, Cosby was always like, have it in the can. Don't have it in the clear bottle. This where says, you can see you what's going see on. This says Taylor Swift does a $26 million endorsement deal with wow. Coca-Cola. Or yeah, the Swifty. There's plenty of endorsement deals yeah. out there. So. You guys also made polar bears look really sweet. Yeah, could I, could I get... I don't need a big deal. Could I get like a $300 deal where I $300? just... $300? <laughs> yeah, be, uh, it's more than the fucking bottling company. Just do right? 10 I've got a better deal videos. than the bottling company. Yeah. <laughs> we have a product placement deal. Yeah, I've always got one in my hand. Yeah, I don't see one. I'm looking. It's in the cup. It's mixed with bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> I find it so insulting that these people brought out their soft drink. I know Spindrift is in Coca-Cola. Yeah, sorry. Gosh. Yeah, it's, it's very... Oh, that was one of the things. So how many different products... 
I said a thousand. You said a thousand. Does Coca Cola have? Yeah. So around the world, it's five hundred brands, mm-hmm. and each and each a lot of them have different flavors inside of it. So it's close to four thousand variations. Yeah. Do you, Do you guys own any fast? Because I know that I know that Pepsi owns Taco Bell and Pizza Hut. That's why sometimes you'll see a Taco Bell and yeah, Pizza Hut. They sold it. Oh, they sold. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you guys own any fast food? I feel like you're in bed with McDonald's, but do you have any? Yeah, we're a pure play beverage. Right. Beverage, beverage, beverage. Now there was a time when Coke was in all kinds of stuff: wine, coffee, Columbia Pictures, mm. kinds of crazy stuff, and then uh, sold it to narrow down to to beverages. Pepsi was into uh, the restaurant business. And they still are in snacks, so Frito Lay. I my favorite Coke product, and this is going to sound like a weird one, and Forrest, you'll know what it is soon. At McDonald's in Australia, oh, yeah. they sell frozen cokes mm. with a with a with a bit of soft serve in the top. Uh, uh, yeah, a frozen Coke spider from McDonald's in Australia, one dollar or two dollars. I don't know why they call them a spider. It's weird, but yeah. yeah, but they do. But it's like a float, but it's, they call it a spider. Oh, it's very good, yeah. and uh, that's a winner. You get the soft serve. You dip it in the icy Coke. You eat it off your little spoon. Ah, oh, happy days. <laughs> uh, um, new Coke. So uh, I think Jim kind of hit that. He said it, like it's that they said originally it came out that you guys changed the formula. It didn't go well. And then it was, then it kind of was maybe spun or maybe it was really Rosetta who did that on purpose to try and promote, or I guess maybe in the end it helped the classic formula the, the, better, the, the sales, right? The public thought they did in it on purpose. In the end it was positive, right. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, the, the the story goes, I'll tell you, the story goes that, you know, here's the cola wars. The good thing about cola wars is at least people are talking about colas, right? That's mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. And competition, we like that. A lot of discussion and competition. Then, but it was the taste was you know at least it was thought internally that, that was an issue you keep losing these taste tests so it came up with new coke which wins in taste tests sip importantly sip tests mm. not home use test not long-term drink of six pack drink a 12 pack test but a sip test so it would win in those and a big fanfare you know radio city music hall and all this and um uh launched the thing bill cosby Others, people got uh, really mad that they took Coke away. So I remember about yeah. seven. I, th- I think I heard seventy-seven days, under eighty days, before uh, the decision was made to bring back regular Coke. So Coca-Cola Classic. Remember, you may remember that. Yeah, yeah. It's called Coke. So for a long time, there was Coca-Cola Classic and New Coke, both of them out there. New Coke with a Max Headroom campaign, remember that? Oh, I remember uh, Max Headroom, Max yeah, Headroom yeah. yeah. And uh, and Coke had a very Coke Classic had a very nationalistic red, white, and you uh, campaign oh, yeah, to go back to classic. Ultimately, of course, New Coke was retired, but it lasted a long time till about two thousand and two. Believe it or not, am I right? Until two thousand and two. Yeah, but I think, but didn't you probably didn't produce as much because I remember I remember as a kid new coke coming out and it was like a thing like people were like yeah. you tasted it it's crazy ah! it was like a big deal. we're freaking yeah. out and no, we're like, it really shrunk fast once we came out with classic yeah. they were both good both just we were serving different purposes I guess different different yeah. audiences let's say yeah. and uh but ultimately you're right um for us that the uh, new coke shrunk 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 till it was only like the weird places like the northwest like Spokane a couple of places like that that really just stuck with it. Mm. It was ultimately changed to Coke Two. Remember, remember that too. Oh yeah, uh, mm-hmm. Coke Two with the Roman numerals. Anyway, that it's gone. Is there 
is there because I've heard theories over the years. Is is there subtle differences in the recipe from country to country? I when we were growing up, we heard that Americans had more caffeine in their Coca Cola than we had because you guys were all a bunch of junkies or something. That was a myth yeah. that went around as a kid, or is that not true? I would say that there's definitely differences in the sweetener. Ah, the sweetener system. So you think that we usually think about as the flavor system and the sweetener system. The sweetener. You've heard probably a lot of discussion about cane sugar. This is why you like your Mexican Cokes, maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's one of the reasons. Yeah. And it's usually that's got like a heavier mouthfeel. And then versus a high fructose uh, corn syrup, which is fructose versus, you know, sucrose. And uh, it's a, uh, which some folks feel like they can taste, taste a difference. I was a fan of Coke Life, the one with the green label. And I feel like that stopped yeah. getting so, and it was half sativa, half... Stevia, yep. stevia, half yeah. sugar, Sativa. and so, yeah. so yeah, so it was like uh, it was like a forty calorie drink or something like that, and I right. thought that was the nice middle ground, and I feel like they don't sell that anymore. It's very rare to find. Yeah, it's it's uh, you know if the demand's there, we'll fulfill it, but it's not. I don't. It's not broad. You don't see it everywhere. I feel like sure. Coke Zero has pretty pretty much nailed it in terms of like getting getting that Coke flavor, but with without the calories like diet coke is definitely its own flavor and like you're talking yeah. about the the yeah. aftertaste a lot of people don't like yeah. but coke zero Let's is so similar that. you're right on kelly the, the uh coke when diet coke came out the predecessor was tab remember tab i, oh, I only know yeah Forgot I only know that. Tab from movies. Back yeah. to the Future. Back to the Future. Yeah. I'll have a, something with no sugar. You want something with no sugar? I want a Tab free. You want yeah. something free? Yeah. <laughs> uh, there are people that still just love Tab. You, they'll they'll order it mail order. They'll you know certain stores. So still still being produced. You know, was, was, but was, that was, had a very like sort of metallic kind of taste to it. Yeah. And so you're coming out of that flavor path and towards Diet Coke and Diet Coke flavor system is just different. The, the Coke Zero flavor system is based on the Coke flavor system. So it's, it starts with a Coke and says, let's make it less cow. Right. right. No cow. I'll tell you what I like. That's a Coke product. That a Fresca. That's a diet one. A lot of people don't like that. I've never heard of Fresca. Yeah, I love that. Fresca, yeah. You can get it. On, they, they have it on Delta next time you're flying again, if that ever happens. Did you guys ever yeah. do a clear soda? I feel like Tab was clear and all that type of stuff. Right. We did Tab clear. Yeah. Pepsi well, did a Pepsi clear, and then our response was a Tab clear. Well, is this true then, this story? That leads me into Georgi Zukov was a Red Army general, Coca-Cola lover during World War II. And it said, yeah. it said he I was- mean, I read that. I don't know. I don't know that it yeah. was- Next, but I read that the, the, the whole thing was, you know, Coke is very American, right? Some, some, when you're overseas, you're drinking for a lot of reasons. Like it tastes good. It's refreshing. All those things. It's Americana. Mm. Maybe, maybe another reason it's, it's safe and you don't trust your own water system. But in the Americana piece, you know, depending on what your political leanings are, what your country is, it may not be in your best interest to be drinking an American flag. <laughs> yes. So this said during World War II, Red Army General and Coca-Cola lover Georgi Zukov was gifted a transparent version of the fizzy drink. Says by the company, he, um, he did not want to be seen drinking a soda linked to the capitalist America. So an ally com American commander in Austria ordered Coca-Cola to create a special beverage for Zukov, who helped drive the Nazi out of Stalingrad. The clear Coke was more vodka-like in appearance and therefore more acceptable. So this is what we found, at least. So, so, so Coke sorry. is anti-Nazi, is what so, we're Well, no, in World War II, yeah. 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 We we're, so, we're on the side of the Russians. Yeah. So before we go into the where, it outs where it's outsold in different countries, yeah. I'll tell you a little thing that I know. When I'm in, I go to Montreal every now and again for the comedy festival out there. And I, I briefly dated a, a French-Canadian girl when I used to go out there and all type of stuff, right? Anyway, I found out that, so French Canadians in 
Canada, a derogatory nickname for them is Pepsis because the French Canadians like Pepsi more than yeah. they like Coke. And so I was in a bar and like this Canadian guy was like, oh, I was having a good night and then some fucking Pepsis came in. <laughs> <laughs> You That's know the, so Canadian. You know the fucking Pepsis. They're so rude, eh? They're so rude. <laughs> Even when they're bullying, it's just not that bad. Yeah, but that's the, that's the nickname for French it's Canadians. So is Pepsis. funny. You said America was the number one country for drinking Coke. I don't believe that's correct, right, Mike? Is that? That's Mexico. Mexico, the Mexico. Mexicans, and yeah. that I bet you that has something to do with the water. Well, and the, the cane sugar. Yeah, th this says Mexicans drink about 745 Coke beverages per year. Americans drink about 401 per year. Damn. Each. Wow, they're crushing. Each person, yeah. Each person has 400 Coke products Well, averaged out, yeah. Like, how many do you think you have? I don't have 400 a year. I, yeah, but do you I think you have two or three that. in a day sometime? Oh, yeah, when I'm drinking, I have yeah, like yeah, 40 so. in a night. Yeah, that, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, before, you a bar. When, before when you were, you were trying to do the calculations, you're like, I have like one a week. I'm like, I've seen you go through 24 <laughs> One <back."> a week. <laughs> Mike, yeah. I, I have a question. My dad drinks eight Diet Cokes a day. Is that normal for people who work at Coca-Cola? <laughs> he starts out. He doesn't drink coffee, right? He starts out with Diet Cokes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah it's to relieve exhaustion. And you, you're drinking a Coke right now, you, and you're you're... You don't work for the company. Did you drink Coke every day at Coca-Cola? Was everyone just walking yeah. around drinking Coke? Yeah, you know, it's, when I first started, I was just drinking regular Coke, you know, the yeah. classic, the real thing, all the time, like six or seven a day. Oh, God. And then, you know, when I started, I was like, you know, 26. Yeah. <laughs> and now that you're 28, it's really <laughs> It became clear to me that I needed to cross the bridge towards Diet Coke at some point. Yeah. And all of a sudden, so... It was, but you know, you, you get, you get used to the taste and you can drink a lot of them because of one of the questions we're going to talk about, I guess. Yeah. You can bring it up. Mentioned. Yeah. Shall you go for it? Yeah. yeah. It's the, uh, there's something called uh, flavor memory, right? So if you eat, if, like say, think about um, grape soda or uh, orange soda or something like that, or even iced tea. At some point you, you, you've had too much of that stuff and you just, you can, you remember the flavor and you don't want any more. But cola, Coca-Cola, it tastes really good, and then your tongue forgets it, so it wants more. Oh. You keep getting it and wanting more. So yeah, it's that, like the, the only beverage that you don't get sick of, oh, like water. It? That was kind of in line with something that, that uh, Kelly found. According to Warren Buffett, Coca-Cola has or it has no taste memory, like you were saying, which means like water, a person will never get sick of it. Why has Warren Buffett got this information? And he's smart. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's a stock market guy. He right? knows how to invest. He's the yeah. largest shareholder. Oh, is there he? you go. Is he really? <laughs> wow. He drinks, he's a big cherry Coke guy. He drinks cherry Coke. Cherry Coke is the number one Coke product of all time. Anytime oh, I go to a restaurant. It no, it, it is. Anytime okay. I go to a restaurant <laughs> that has it, I have to get it. You can just go to shops. No, it's it's fountain drinks. Uh, fountain drinks are uh, so good to me. So if I can get a cherry Coke fountain drink, which are rare to find now because they don't have Five guys have the machines. You like the That's ice? Different. Do you like, why a fountain, Kelly? I don't know. I I. The, there's just something about the taste that's so refreshing when it's a fountain drink. Mike's yeah, it must, it must be the ice, keeping it cold the whole way through. Yeah, that's weird because I'm not. I, I don't mind a fountain drink, but I definitely prefer a beer on tap to a bottled beer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I feel that way too, though. Um, it's too fizzy in the bottle. When it, it lets a, if it aerates a little bit, it's something better about it. I, I sometimes I like drinking through a straw too. I think it might be that. Was like it, how you're what, apologizing. I like. What, I don't know if anyone knows what is the answer. Was I right about Scotland? 
No. I didn't even ask that question. I was just saying that. <laughs> I don't remember the question, but I know you were wrong about no, it. No, no. I think it, it's the only country where Coca-Cola isn't number one. Like, uh, yeah, Iron Brew. Have you ever heard of Iron Brew? No, I've heard of Ironborn. No, no. I, Iron Brew is this, this, this orange metallic looking yeah, it's, beverage it's, it's the most popular drink in scotland with coca-cola second yeah iron brew <laughs> iron brew you, you can't you got to get those scots in but competition between the two brands brought their sales almost to equal levels in 2003 so coca-cola is right there but it's uh it, it's 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 yeah it's but there. the scots that's the scots all over they love being fucking different <laughs> there'd be some cunt that would just be like oh the english are drinking coke we'll drink this orange stuff off rust then <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's disgusting i don't know i now i really want to try it yeah you said something else to me mike on the call about like the the other reason that coca-cola does so was something with the fats and the foods or the uh, yeah so the so a lot of times you'll see um People like to have Coke with food, or it's, we actually market it a lot with food, this whole Coke with food look. Um, the reason is, you think about when you drink it, you get that sort of bite in the burn in the back of the throat, mm. and it's a cleansing aspect. So it, it makes, what it basically is emulsifying the fat. So if you're eating a cheeseburger and you drink a Coke, your second bite is just as good as your first bite. Ah. So, so you become a cheeseburger virgin over and over again. <laughs> oh really so it cleanses your palate for the see this is the thing because i always say you can't have pizza without a coke right yeah. pizza and coke yeah. go hand in hand but i would never have a fan with coke and as much and I, I as i said i like passiona and i like uh my lemon drink but i like them just as an individual thing where i sit down and eat them if i'm eating food i always ask for a coke yeah yeah so think oh, about yeah. that so substitute what if you had like milk milk and pizza yeah Imagine that. Ah, oh, yeah, but milk and cookies. You can't go. You can't go pizza. You can't go Coke and cookies. Well, you have you well, it's tried sugary. it? It's not a regular meal. True. Have it you might been to your Christmas Day at my house? That's what we gave Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, Jack wasn't even allowed to have what Pizza Hut or Taco Bell nah. your entire life because they were Pepsi. That's when, correct. When was the last time you had a uh, a Pepsi? No. no. You've never no. had one. No. Oh, they've really improved. It just, it just doesn't come up. It's really good now. Mike, I had my I had and my you don't go to restaurants that serve Pepsi either. You just don't do That's that. That's correct. Part of the culture. You wouldn't even conceive of it. It's not even an emotional thing. It's just like you just don't do it. Have Jay, you ever Jay. left a restaurant because they serve Pepsi? Because we have. Yeah. Yeah. I've, See, I've asked for a parachute on an airplane because <laughs> Jason John Whitehead, I, I assume I can say his joke. I, I'm giving him credit, but Jason John Whitehead did a joke years and years ago about about how men think about breasts. People, women go, do you like small breasts? Do you like big breasts? What do you like? And he goes, it's a bit like Coke or Pepsi. I have a preference, but I'll take whatever's on tap. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's true. Makes sense. Um, Not Mike and Jack, though. No, we leave. Jack, who we also, by the way, call the cheeseburger virgin. So, uh, <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say that, but I didn't want to harp on him too much. I was gonna do that privately. Hey, you, everybody, because yeah. <laughs> he's like the cheeseburger in paradise. If, guy. if ever a girl's going down and she goes, I don't like the taste of that. Give her a coke. Go try it again. <laughs> no, because it'll, it'll take, taste exactly the yeah, way yeah. It was the first. The have, first have a taste. coke and start again. Um, Better. Uh, th here's some facts I found. I don't know if these are true or false. If you can speak to any of these. Uh, this uh, or uh, Kelly found this one actually before studies have proven that Coca-Cola, especially Diet Coke, is an effective spermicide. Oh, that sounds like something uh, Kelly would have. Found. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you said this. You go, I don't know if this is right. 
Kelly found it. Well, yeah. I know I didn't want to say like I I didn't want to take credit for researching what we were doing when Googling. But uh the spermicide. So if you put no, it, I'm not if, saying Coca Cola company recommends them. It said, however, no. neither is recommended as well, a form if, of birth control. If, if, you, get, if, you, if you get like a plastic bottle, you put it in there and you squirt it up into the yeah. vagina. You're saying that no sperm can get through there. No, I think it's a spermicide. It'll it'll, it'll kill the sperm that come in there. Yeah. They get through there. They'll just die. It's a coke douche. We used to do a joke <laughs> that your mother's so poor that she puts flies into a coke bottle and uses it as a vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Enjoy Coca Cola. <laughs> that, was, that was one of my childhood jokes. That was one of the good ones. Uh, and this says Coca Cola was the first soft drink in space. Is that correct? Yes, yeah, in the in Challenger, it was in a shuttle, Challenger in '85, I think. All right. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah right, just but Pepsi was there too. Pepsi was the next day. But yes. yeah, it says eight hours later, Pepsi was there. Well, yeah, so yeah. what? They just went up in a different country or something? Or? No, same same uh, vessels. It was also the Challenger, just the first shift. Oh uh, uh, yeah, the, uh, the bloke uh, opened up a Coke, and then some uh, French Canadian. Yeah, the story actually... I heard was that uh, Coke, Coke had been planning on it for years and had been developing because you know it's you got a gravity issue there, right? So you can't just drink a Coke. You have to have a special way to deal with with uh, with dispensing it and drinking it. So they had to make a invented a space can, and Coke spent I don't know two hundred thousand something like that to make it. The story I heard was Pepsi heard about this, spent a crazy number like twelve, fourteen million in order to come up with a can that could actually do this in the time in order to get it on the on the shuttle. Wow. Anyway, well, you can't just, you can't just open it up and have the blobs of it and go, hump, like that, like Pac-Man. Simpson in the chips. <laughs> um, okay, so this is the top part of the show, dinner party facts, where we ask you to come up with a couple of facts, obscure, interesting, that the audience can use to impress people in a social setting or something. Uh, we already talked about the Coca-Cola okay one, but there's a couple others. So where was the other country where it's outsold? You had two. You said where it's number I one. I didn't say I didn't say there was two. You said you said there was. No, there were two oh, countries no, two that where, it wasn't, where it wasn't sold. even sold. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's North, North Cuba and, and North Korea. And North Korea. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So the Coca-Cola as the second most widely understood term in the world behind the phrase "okay." Oh, my, most yeah. widely understood term. That makes sense. Okay. Um, do you had some other ones? Anything? Yeah. So um, before there was a six-pack, there was no six-pack, right? So yeah. who invented it? Coke. Coca-Cola invented the six-pack, the multi-pack, back in 1932. Really? So we didn't have six packs oh, yeah. of beer or anything. They just bought everything individually. You just went to the yeah, fridge. Individuals. Well, you could, or, or big jugs, multi-serve, but could you, could you, individuals could you, all together. Could you get a case of like a 24-pack? or was or, or... The first one was a six, six-pack. That just it was had, wrapped in paper. That it had to be no like... like a rings or anything. It was wrapped in, in just, it was like a 12-pack today, but a six-pack. It was back then when those rings were not around, when the sea life were just enjoying them. <laughs> <laughs> was, that, was that purely just to like, convince people to drink more i assume at the time they're all just having individual cans and then would have to go back to a market so if they're yeah. buying more they can get addicted faster you know some a lot of marketing is just removing obstacles so one obstacle is it's hard to carry six or five or four loose bottles around right mm. so you know let's bundle them up and make it easy for the shopper to do their job so this i tell you what this is one of our best podcasts ever for people talking at parties there'll be some yeah. cat in a party holding a, holding a thing going oh you know the uh, first six pack uh <laughs> do you know that uh it actually uh, you can you, you become a cheeseburger virgin try it out right <laughs> and then your cheeseburger coke cheeseburger coke now try it with fanner it's bullshit <laughs> I, jim, jim my dad said the other that one uh, was, um, coke invented the coupon 
Oh. Or there was a coupon. There was no coupon, right? So in 1887, realizing that people that try it love it. So let's say trial. Once again, remove an obstacle, right? So if, if, every, if, if every time someone tries it, they keep repeating, you should get as, invite as many people to the party. So, so basically, the coupon. it was a pyramid scheme. <laughs> <laughs> you have a Coke, then you tell your friends to have Coke. Well, you have Coke, three we'll people have underneath you. But also, is it called a coupon because is the CEO because of Coke? Because like, could have, could have coupons originally be called Fangle Dangles? Fangle Dangles. Have you got a Fangle Dangle for that? <laughs> fangle Dangle for the movies? Um. Yeah, it says coupon is from France, 19th century. Literally, a piece cut off from coup- a cooper, a cut like oh. a piece of paper. So I guess that's where it goes. Uh, a piece of paper. Okay. There. Yeah. Right? Sorry, I think it started in the financial yeah. industry. Um. But yeah, the uh, Coca-Cola, and it said, uh, in by 1913, the company had redeemed eight and a half million coupons already by 1913 but and it was introduced in 1888 so all right um yeah that's it that's that the podcast man that's that it was, for the podcast that was fascinating yeah that my, might have been yeah. the most information i've taken in in a long long time <laughs> you have to really love the subject to learn yeah. <laughs> including school i don't know if i've learned so much in an hour in my entire life and i'll remember all of that we've talked about thanks for for drinking coke and keep buying more yeah Yeah. don't worry about it what about passiona are you working on that you're gonna work yeah i got a side project on that now (laughs) get passiona out to america i'm telling you every time you go to a fancy restaurant a michelin star restaurant and dessert or a cocktail comes around what do they say and it's infused with passion fruit passion fruit in australia grows like a fucking weed it's everywhere it's not an exotic fruit we have all the passion fruits you need to make this happen, Passiona. You know the <laughs> bottles that of Coke that say like share a Coke with Bob? Mm-hmm. My dad said that was test driven in Australia and it was a big success and that's what led it to be everywhere wow. in the rest of the world. But, uh, but because that's it was right. in Australia, mostly it had racial slurs. On it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it would say share a Coke with some and then it would say Australia some thing. word. What's that, Mike? Another Australia thing is you know, Coke Zero when it first launched was like a white can and it had a different, different um, campaign behind it. And Australia switched it to the black can and the sort of the manly positioning. Mm. And, uh, and then that went worldwide. We also had the, um, the, yeah, the buddy bottles before his name. They, they were called like, so the, the 600 mils. So it wasn't individually. It was really, they were just trying to make you drink one 600 mil drink. But they went like this. Oh, this one's, this is a buddy bottle. They'd call them buddy bottles because mm. you meant to share it. Oh. Well, I yeah, wish we would have ended the podcast on something more interesting than that. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, thank, thank, you, thank you so much for being a Thanks, guest on the show. Uh, yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, tell your friends, uh, subscribe, uh, write a nice comment, all that type of stuff. And if you're at a party and someone tells you something that you don't know the answer to, but you want to walk away smugly, say, well, I don't know about that. And then just walk away and never talk to that person again. <laughs> You've been a great audience. God love you, Australia. <laughs> Goodbye. Hey everybody, Jason Ellis here from the Jason Ellis Show podcast, reminding you that my podcast, new episodes every Wednesday, downloadable where all podcasts are available. Come see my friends, Michael and Kevin, as we talk to you about what's awesome, what sucks, fitness, fighting, parenting, life, spin kicks, LGBTQ community, how to defend yourself against a shark if it attacks you out of nowhere, and much, much more. So come join us.